lead on. Do you want me to go first, Rachel? Because sure. you need a break. Please, please for the go love. first. For, for the, the love. love. Please go first. Okay, so look, guys, I brought notes. Aren't you? I see your notes. Impressive. Yeah. Well, it's because I'm basically in a haze of trauma. So I oh my gosh, <laughs> a haze of trauma. Haze of trauma. <laughs> so your title. Haze of trauma? No. Oh, okay. My title is When to Walk Away. Ooh. So, Good story time with Amber. Okay. <laughs> this past, when this airs, it'll be public knowledge that I am not returning to the school that I've been teaching at for two years. This is the second school that I have left, and um, I will not say what my plans are yet, because I Ooh. feel like I need to wait a second. But... Um, and yeah, so the Lord sometimes does this thing where he makes me go crazy by keep giving me lots of things. And I think it's for the podcast. So I don't know if I should, <laughs> maybe this is my resignation from the podcast. No. So maybe, you know, like, just kidding, just kidding. So when I, it was the last week of um, my school year, I had a, you know, it was really intense. I was cleaning out my room, having big feelings, lots and lots of big feelings. And then also um, my biological father's mother, my wife, his widow, his wife. My stepmother reached out. <laughs> See, can you tell the trauma? Wow. That, I will try to deep cut that. I know. Here, let me start again. <laughs> sure. So on the last week of school, I was decluttering my room, packing my room up. I was having a lot of big feelings, sadness, excitement, um, all the feels. And at that, I, and I was poloing with you guys and just saying, I can't believe this is happening and mm-hmm. this is so hard and... I feel like, am I making the right choice? And okay, yes, I know I'm making the right mm-hmm. choice. Um, the same time, my biological father's widow also reached out to me and asked for the podcast that I had done about Dana. And I was like, uh... And I actually had stuff to do, so I kind of just ignored it. I totally, like, head in the sand, ignored it. And I called Peter, and I was like, what do I do? And he's like, maybe you should talk to your aunts. Because I felt like I wanted to, like, express. And then the next thing I know is I got, I found it, thanks. And I was like, okay, so here we go. So that was happening, and I was moving, and it got me really, you know, when we make choices, when we make hard choices, especially choices to walk away from something, it often feel you can feel like you're going crazy because mm-hmm. it's a hard choice. And so mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of sit with that and do a little podcast about when to walk away. Mm-hmm. And is it even biblical to walk away from things? I think the answer the, is yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. In Christianity though, a lot of times there's this martyrship that we handle. It's mm-hmm. a it's a, a poor understanding of boundaries in my opinion. Totally. But that's yeah. what we do. We think like we can just fight our way through this, and that's actually not. So um, a couple years ago when I was in another school dealing with some hard stuff, I did a book study on the book When to Walk Away by Gary Thomas. And so I kind of just like refreshed my mind a little bit about it. And it's about um, finding freedom from toxic people. So I want to just – or toxic situations. So I just want to kind of bring – talk about it briefly and talk about – when you guys have walked away from something and how did you know? But the first thing I want to do is talk about a few terms. I want to talk about the word toxic first because I think that's a word that is often used a lot and labeled a lot. And 
Um, it's kind of like a, it's a hip word right now to mm-hmm. call things toxic. Yes. Um, yeah. And it's a, <laughs> I feel like I've been using it for a really long time, but or mostly to talk it, about my guts. Yeah. <laughs> well, your guts are toxic for so when, long. You at, when you look at what it says. <laughs> so, detox, I guess. Detox. Detox, yeah. Um, <laughs> the toxicity, <laughs> toxicity is the quality of being toxic or poisonous. Poisonous. Very harmful or unpleasant in a pers- per, um, pervasive or insidious Ooh, I like way. that word, insidious. Isn't that a great mm-hmm. word? I underlined that. So toxicity, I think there's an important thing to recognize that what is toxic to pe- different people is different things. Mm-hmm. So, and that was a really profound thing in my the book that I read that, um, that Gary Thomas talks a lot about is that what is toxic for me may not be toxic for someone else. So a person may be toxic to me, but other people can handle it. And I see that often with different situations and places. And um, and so, and that's okay. It doesn't mean that you're wrong and they're right or it's a, it's a, and that's a really important key. I think mm-hmm. One of the things that humans in general struggle with, we just had a very long staff meeting. We'll call it a staff, Ooh, a staff meeting about meeting. this. I like that. that. <laughs> um, about how... Us? us an unrecorded yes. session. Yeah. Um, how two <laughs> things can be true at the same time. Mm, and good. that that weight, there's a weightiness to that. Mm-hmm. And our nature is to want it to be all one way or all the other Black way. That white. feels more comfortable. And we want to be right. And we want our way to be the right way. Amen. Yes. And it might be right to us, but not to you. And not right. <laughs> and that's the trickiness. The so like right. that mm-hmm. that weightiness, allowing that weightiness to be there. So mm-hmm. some. So I try really hard not to label people toxic mm-hmm. because they may be toxic to me. But you, Amy, can have a fine relationship with them and they, they fit in your standards. A place may be very toxic to me, mm-hmm. but another person finds shelter and comfort there. Mm-hmm. And if that, so what is toxic? It's when your boundaries and your ability to be safe and yourself and to honor the Lord the way he has asked you to do so is viable there. That is what that is. So like, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't fit, I know I wouldn't fit in some churches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't fit in some schools. I don't fit in some places. That doesn't make those places and things toxic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. And it doesn't make them bad places. Mm-hmm. They just, I can't thrive in the way that the Lord has called me and the boundaries that I need to have to be a safe, growing, functioning human. It doesn't work there. Mm-hmm. And so that's a really important piece to toxicity. Mm-hmm. So being able to to embrace that some people might think I'm toxic and I might be toxic to some people. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where it gets tricky. <laughs> Hold this on tight. Is, okay. Buckle up, girls. Buckle up. So, if a, it's, we always keep talking about boundaries a lot and about how we have different sets of boundaries for our, our 2%, our family, our nucleus, and those kinds of things. So, I think we need to make sure that our relationships that we're walking away from are in those outer boundaries 
Mm-hmm. And if they have to be in the inner boundaries, that you're really pressing in and figuring it out. I think that's that you're really, really sure. That you're you really sure. Mm-hmm. Because, and if, so if, for example, I have a no contact with my mother, that is obviously in normal people's lives a two percenter. I didn't do that willy nilly. Mm-hmm. I didn't just be like, you're annoying me and yeah, walk away. Right. If, I tried to walk away from either of you. Rachel said this often. You, because I've decided that you guys are toxic, there would have to be a, some serious conversations. For like a legit reason. And a legit, and you mm-hmm. got, and I, and if you guys are telling me, Amber, you're being crazy about this, I have to hear that more than I have to hear it from Joe Schmo. Joe Schmo. Mm-hmm. So being able to regulate, like, because I think sometimes the word toxic is hijacked and mm-hmm. we're actually not wanting to deal with some sin in our own lives. Yeah, so we so instead out. we go, mm, you're toxic. I don't like the truth you're telling me. Bye. Yeah. That's, That's definitely good. me a lot of times. So being but you come able back. to right. say That's that. my initial. That's right. My initial. Right. Oh, it's, yeah. I think it's my initial too. I'm, first thing I'm like. Yeah. Be nice to me, you big stink. And then I'm like, oh, what you're saying is nice. Um, <laughs> I receive. I receive. So um, that those are. The, so I just wanted to, as we talk about what has been toxic in our lives, because I want to go into that. I just wanted mm. to like verify what that word mm-hmm. is and what boundaries did you have to set up and why you crossed it. And then the second thing I wanted to talk about real quickly before I have you guys talk is um, in Scripture, Jesus walks away. 12 distinct times in the Gospels, which Mm. I thought was very interesting. He walked away or he allowed others to walk away. So Hmm. I think that oftentimes, and especially when you're in the middle of something and you're walking away from something and you're a Christian, I'll just use with my mother as an example, she often would say when I would put up boundaries, that's not a Christian thing to do. Ah. And so I just want, if you're a believer listening to this podcast and you are in a toxic relationship and you are trying to walk away and you are hearing that, I wanted to comfort you in saying that 12 times in the Gospels, Jesus walked away. And in Gary's book, he talks about those um, much mm-hmm. more intensely. Um, What's the name of the book? When to Walk Away oh, okay. by Gary Thomas. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so... <laughs> And walking away <laughs> is not always rooted in conflict. True. Yep. So That's true. true. And mm-hmm. it's really important to remember that Jesus had awesome boundaries. And I would encourage you to reread the Gospels mm-hmm. with – you should always reread the Gospels. But it would be fun like a summer project maybe when you're at the beach or <laughs> sitting by your – in your lawn chair to listen or read the gospels again with the mindset of boundaries and hear of when he took space, when he said no, mm. when he um, moved on from one place to another. Mm. Those are boundaries. Yeah. They don't say that. Right. Because guaranteed he didn't heal every single person in that he city. Did not. And so why at one point he walked away. He had to Or walk he moved away. on. <laughs> and, um, and then this was the one quote um, that Gary from the book that I wanted to just share. Sometimes to follow in the footsteps of Jesus is to walk away from others or to let them walk away from us. Mm. 
So for us to do the right thing, Mm -hmm. what we've been called, and we've all been called to different things, and we all have different bandwidths of what we can and cannot Mm -hmm. have. Mm -hmm. But if Jesus has called Mm -hmm. you to something and you are wanting to walk in that, Mm -hmm. you may have to walk away. Mm -hmm. And we often want to chase people. We often want to fix things. Or judge them. And we often don't want to hurt people's feelings. Mm -hmm. And so... For me, that was um, that was really encouraging for me to remember. I made a choice to walk away from where I was previously working, and um, I'm not going to go into details, but it was the right choice. Uh, it it was, wasn't willy nilly. It was not willy nilly. Mm-hmm. I had a lot. I had all my two percent pressing in and praying with me and talking mm-hmm. me through it. Um, you also finished well. I finished mm. well. Which I think is so important because you can sometimes have to walk away from something and you can do it so badly. Yeah. Making the right decision you're supposed to make really poorly. Yeah. And, and it, you did not do that. It's oh, the thanks, harder guys. thing. It's the harder thing to finish oh, yeah. well. Oh, because it means you, yes. you can't just rip With the integrity. band-aid off mm-hmm. yeah. and flick it. Which, and you didn't burn bridges. I, I think that's important. I, yeah. I pray to the Lord I didn't burn bridges, but that isn't mine to decide, right? right? But you didn't intentionally. I did burn not intentionally. I did not set let anything a match and on. chuck it and run. <laughs> I did not set anything on fire. No, and mm-hmm. I think that that's important to remember is that um, because I do have a public life and people do follow me and who listen to me and know that I'm a teacher. That like I didn't because I didn't. I left doesn't mean what I left was horrible mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and 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 same with other places I left because I have to live in a certain way for my mental health and I am more fragile than most I will be really mm-hmm. my boundaries are a lot different than a lot of other people's boundaries because I am healing from a lot of trauma mm-hmm. and so because of that I have way my road is much narrower than other people who have more bandwidth I don't have a ton of bandwidth and so because of that I have to walk a certain way and if and if other people don't walk that way you know Maya Angelou says it best if someone tells you who they are you believe them the first time and so if someone tells you this is how it's going to be and you have no effective change on that, you, I am learning that I have to respect their boundaries and move along even if I don't agree, even if it's not like – and so anyway, I wanted to talk about situations in which you have had to walk away, ladies. Uh, so many. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. <laughs> or your uh, thoughts on walking away. <laughs> My thoughts on walking away. My well, when you were talking, my the thought that kept coming back is that in situations where other people had to walk away, or when I was, I was either af- judging or afraid of being judged. Mm. And um, when you walked away, yeah, mm-hmm. like assuming that well, she's weak and spineless, and she didn't have the stuffing, and she didn't have what it takes. Oh, good. Or you know, and then feeling like. On the flip side of that, like that's my worry, but then also feeling like kind of proud and and wanting to not only finish well, but leave with my head held high, Mm -hmm. which isn't even always possible. Like it might be held high, but you might be really feeling like that was the worst Mm -hmm. thing ever. And I, I have no idea. Like I know that people don't 
think well of me for this. Like, I know that mm. they're making assumptions. I know that they're... Or they've even said things. They've said things. There's <laughs> slander involved. There's yeah. there's all kinds of things like and that are the hurtful things. And yet still knowing it was the right thing to do. I've walked away for the wrong reasons and I've walked away for really good reasons. I think as I get older and God has been sanctifying me, it's usually for good reasons. But both feel pretty hard and gross mm-hmm. a lot of the times like it just feels icky and it leaves that pit in your stomach where you're like second guessing mm-hmm. I hate the moments in life where you're like second guessing third guessing fourth like you're like is, is this the right thing so like exhausting. or am I crazy mm-hmm. right how do yeah. I know like how do I know I don't want to burn bridges but at the same time or maybe you do want to burn bridges maybe you want to light that bridge on fire with a giant gas <laughs> yeah. tank yes. you know and, and watch it and burn and some noops <laughs> with popcorn <laughs> I've done all those things and invite your friends to watch with you no. right <laughs> I know <laughs> Right, and really hurt somebody in the process. Mm. Um, I'm usually tempted to do that. I tend to go, as you all know who've listened, I tend to go Miss Piggy. I, I enjoy a good uh, Burning. fight out in the parking lot like any other crazy woman. <laughs> <laughs> She's never gotten into a cat fight ever, so you know. Not like fisticuffs. Verbally, maybe. Uh, no. Verbally. I've never scratched anybody in the face. But I've definitely <laughs> wished Verb- that I could. <laughs> You're a lead. I always thought I'm just a little bit scared of you, but I know I could take you. Yeah. No, I, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. I, I So I, I feel really sensitive to the judging that goes both ways from, mm. from me um, and my insecurities and then also – just second guessing whether or not I'm really doing what God wants me to be doing. And like, am I really doing this for his reasons or am I doing this for yes. mine? Am I doing this because I'm a big chicken and I don't have the stuffing to just go through with this hard thing? Am I am I choosing the easy thing? Mm-hmm. I, you know, like a lot of times in my, until my 20s or until I had children really, I chose the easy way, which was like, I just wouldn't show up for something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that era. And I did that. Yeah. It was, it was really bad. Yeah. That's the wrong kind of walking away. To just not show up. Like, that's not okay. Because that's disrespectful. It's it's a wasting someone else's time. It's a misuse of, like, your friendships. And when I – when you – it's like God – when he says, let your yes be yes. Like, yes. if you say you're going to mm-hmm. do something, you show up. You set your alarm clock. You get ready. You prepare. You, you do the things. And – the, the, there are situations where that can't always be carried out or something happens mm-hmm. or whatever but but then you need to honor that that situation and say that right. ahead of time and be the grown up and say I, I'm sorry but I can't say your sorries and all the things and, all things. Make it, and make it better and it's a lot of work it is so walking it's away so is hard much work, work to, right to do it right like to, to, to really walk right. right to do it the right way yeah yeah and so I would say that for me, setting boundaries and walking away from toxic situations or toxic people or things that have become toxic to me, I, yeah. I don't want to say, like like you said, it's not necessarily that it's toxic to everyone. 
Sometimes it is. Yeah, there's yeah, there certain things that are certain some things, things, bad for everybody. This is bad for everyone, and I'm going to be the first one to walk away. And mm-hmm. I, I have done that, and I am, I have a certain wear, a certain badge of honor to be like, I am now no longer afraid to be the first person that's like, this house is on fire. I'm leaving. Right. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. yeah. You guys yeah. can stay and burn down this place, or you can come with me. But I'm leaving. Like, yeah. I'm and and uh, so I'm not afraid of that. But I, I would say that I still struggle with the. The insecurities that come from those hard decisions on my end and on the end of just being afraid of being judged. Yeah, and being I think that's a, a really and, good point is the judgment part. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get into some specifics no, because no, no. Like, it's just too f- flammable, but I <laughs> – Good word. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I think that is the key, like that when you walk away, when you ch- make that choice and you eat – whether it's right or we're going to only talk about right walking away. So okay. let's just stick with that. But even though you know it's right and your 2% knows you're right, there needs to just be an understanding that you're absolutely right, that there's going to be judgment Yeah, on both both kinds. Uh, some people will be like, wow, she is so brave. And some people are going to be like, well, there goes another wimp. Right. And some people are like, I don't it. get it, but it's not my job to. Right. And mm-hmm. that, 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 that judgment is going to come mm-hmm. and that – you that doesn't reflect upon you it also doesn't mean that you have to start turning around and disclaiming everything that is my and i was gonna say that is my biggest thing like it is so hard for me not to soapbox Mm -hmm. to like be like the reason i'm leaving is yes because then all i'm like my (laughs) right Mm -hmm. my if you walk away and you walk away with integrity your testimony will be sure like the Lord will mm. honor that. And I think that if you walk away and you have a character that shows your te- who your true self, your character will speak. Right. And I've had to say that to me many times, like, because I do a lot of walking away. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> that, that, you know, like, if, you know, I for a while had a lot of people being like, we should never walk away from our parents. Like, that's, mm-hmm. you know, you're breaking a commandment, blah, 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 blah. But as I have continued to walk away and continue to walk with integrity, I never get that comment anymore. Yeah. And I don't feel like I'm walking around bad-mouthing any of those things, you know? What about you, Ames? Well, I'm sitting here thinking, <clears throat> my, like where you said what the Bible says, let your yes be yes and your no be yet no. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, my personality is if I say yes to something, I will stay till the death. And sometimes that's not right either. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And so, but that is, I, do, I am not quick to walk away, nor am I quick to say yes. If I say yes to something, then I'm committed. Mm-hmm. So even the season where I stepped back from the podcast, mm-hmm. that was hard on my pride to even say like I know I'm supposed to step away for a little bit and I don't know if I'm to come back but because when you had asked about the podcast in the beginning my thought was if I say yes to this I will not be the first one to you know what I mean I, <laughs> you, you even said yeah. that because <laughs> I was like I know me and I know you and I you know I'm I can see the marathon and I expected maybe we'd last a season and you'd be like whoa that was a lot of work you know what I mean and so <laughs> but and it is yeah. you've carried the bulk of the work but so my personality is I am not a walk awayer is that a word yes and so, so. yes words. <laughs> and so that's not good either sometimes mm-hmm. when like when you know you're supposed to walk away just because you are faithful like the Lord moves and if he says your season's done here 
that's all you need mm-hmm. to have to obey. Otherwise, you're in disobedience. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. so and that's, then it becomes your pride, right? Like, or it just becomes or, no. I know better. Yeah. This is and this is what I love, and I said yes to this, and so and I want to stay, and don't make me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I think there's other times. Do you guys know who Louis Giglio is? He was like the founder of the Passion Movement. He's written yes. some books. He did a um, like a teaching series, and we've got him on CD. It was called I think The Unthinkable Journey. And anyways, he stepped down from that whole passion movement and started a new ministry. But like this series was, it was called the unthinkable, I think it was called the unthinkable journey. But it was, we listened to that right around the time when we moved to Philly. Um, Mm -hmm. When we were, I mean, back when we were newly married, we only had one baby. And Kevin's like, I feel like I'm supposed to finish out my education. But it was like, ah, we're leaving our people, we're leaving our church, we're leaving all the things. But, and so he came out with these CDs and he was just like, it was a a sermon series that he had led and they put them on Mm -hmm. CD or whatever. But he was like, so I'm stepping down. And people are like, why are you stepping down? He's like, I don't know. And they're like, well, well, where are you going? Like, what are you stepping into? He's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's like, sometimes there's just like, it's, it's, it's really good. It's actually in its, it's, it's in growth. It's in momentum. It's mm-hmm. like doing amazing. Why would I leave? I don't know, mm-hmm. but I know I'm supposed to. And so I'm, I'm obeying. Yeah. And so that brought Kevin such peace in a season of our life where he's like sometimes the answers aren't pat and cut and dry and neat and tidy sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just I know my season here is done I don't even know what I'm going into but I know it's done Mm -hmm. and that's the answer yeah do you know what I mean and that's that's faith I know we in in walking away often you have there is that like it you know it's the right thing to do but we as humans again we like we like black and white. Mm-hmm. And so if we're going to stop something, we need we to like go someplace. Like neat and tidy, up. right. Yes. And I think oftentimes when people don't walk away, there's fear. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and and that does stunt the growth, right? Like, it absolutely does. Because, mm-hmm. be, because when does something become an idol? When right. does something become less about the, the mission or the, you know, it's like that with parenting. It's like that with work. It's like that with anything. Like, you know. If there is a point in which we have to let go of our kids, and if we keep if we chokehold them, I I'm not kidding, Wendy Smith. I listen like and she is literally <laughs> her voice is in my head. More freedom, more, more grace, more grace, more freedom, more grace. Because I, you know, it is so easy to choke something that you love. It's not even out of anger. It's like, stay, Mm -hmm. stay, 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 stay. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we have to move or walk away so that it can grow, Mm -hmm. you know, and... I think it wraps up an identity too. Yes. And then because... It becomes a pride thing. It becomes a pride thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that for me, the seasons that I've walked away from things, there is definitely, it is a, hum, a humbling thing for me. It and definitely an identity pressed, crisis a little does. bit at times. Well, and it, for me, I'll be super vulnerable. But there's always, when I walk away, there's a little piece of me that's like, okay, is it all going to fall apart because I'm not there anymore? Mm-hmm. And I'm the linchpin Yeah, because I am so good at this. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's mm-hmm. my sin, and I have to confess it, knowing that these schools, these people, the Lord is bigger than me and mm-hmm. they're going to keep going and the, this person's going to keep growing and they might be better without me. Right. And that's okay. Right. Yeah. Right. And if they are, hallelujah, that I, by honoring the Lord, let those things grow and knowing that I'll grow too. Yeah. And so there's a beautiful thing about walking away and there's something and it's sad and scary and... um 
bittersweet is a bittersweetness in walking away unless it's a grieving mm-hmm. even if it's a bad talk like you know it was the my mom's the easiest thing to relate this to so my mom is an easy thing for me to walk away obviously everybody knows the story and why it was so important for me it is mother's day is still hard for me mm-hmm. every single year mm-hmm. i grieve not necessarily that person but I grieve the situation. Yeah, totally. Like it is painful to me that mm-hmm. I don't spend Mother's Day with a mother. I am a mother and that's great, but it is mm-hmm. right. painful. You want one. I want yeah, one. Right. Mm-hmm. I want totally. those relationships. And yeah. so, you know, there's – even when it's the right choice, there's going to be lots of levels to walking away. Well, I like what you said, Amy, identity crisis. And I would say that is what happens to me the most, along with the fear of being judged, misjudged, mm-hmm. or misunderstood, is the, mm. f- the identity crisis that then comes with the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's not so much the identity crisis going backwards. It's like, oh, I did that. I did that as best I could. And I, that was great. But now what? Mm-hmm. And also the hard thing about stepping away from even good things is the quietness that follows where it's like just the now what or introspection who am i now like i about a year ago and still ongoing i started saying no to pretty much everything and i would say that i'm still kind of unclear as to well not really i know that god is like he's protecting something first of all Mm -hmm. um protecting just the simplicity of motherhood mm-hmm. and the simplicity of time at home with my family, which like you really can't have both an exciting career and a quiet home life and be a stay-at-home mom. You can't have both. Nope. <laughs> I don't think you can have both. Do them both well. I don't think you can do both well. And I, mm-hmm. you know, heat mail, all the things. Well, but if you want a quiet, simple home life, you yeah. can have a wonderful You can have home a frenzy. Life, but sure. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying, though. For me, mm-hmm. I want you, a simple yeah. home life with my babies, with my, who are not babies anymore, mm-hmm. with my husband, with my home, with my, the existence that I have, the, the mm-hmm. aesthetic of, like, my life, literally. Well, and it's what make that is your boundary for your mental health that is you can't add more to it exactly and that's okay that's threshold that's That's, all the things but that's something i'm literally just finally getting to this place where i'm like god has been continuously asking me to say no to things Mm -hmm. because i already have the thing that i want yes amen (laughs) but that's hard it is hard it's hard because my pride wants to say i need to do more I need to do this. Or people say, I what do you do? To- well, I do all of these things. I'm yeah, the what do you do? I'm like, I have literally said, what do you do? Nothing, really. No, you don't say that. No, That's I'm just true. saying, yeah. my yeah. narrative right. wants mm. something exciting to say mm. that I do. And right. it's like, I don't have anything exciting. The CEO of my home, baby. <laughs> yeah. well, d- and I think, That's especially right. with you, Rach, because you have so many skill, like skills that if you chose or if the lord had something else in mind you could be a designer for Mm. anything and have your store in manhattan and wear pencil Mm. skirts every day and go to a (laughs) ooh pencil skirts what a goal and like (laughs) not for you amy but for other people they love a good goal at one point yes yes yeah i still do want a shop i my goal now is to have one here at my home that's oh, like yeah, a, I could see that. Just a farm shop. Where it's it's like a balance, a right? Because I think it's okay to dream. You have these dreams. Yeah. 
And so I don't know. I think it's all the things and, and knowing your threshold. And I think it's still – it's okay to dream and to even plan, but also to – Embrace the here and now and know the seasons of childhood is fleeting, all the things. It's, right. it, it's just, it's this totally. mishmash of It's two wildness. things. There's many things that have to rest all in the same place. It's not yeah. all one or all the other. And it's seasons, right? It's yeah. season and ebbs and flows. This, and, the whole mm-hmm. thing, it's like, well, that was, this was healthy, then it became toxic. Or this was healthy, yep. then it became an idol. And this it's was that, healthy. There's a book, then... Choosing to Cheat. Have you ever read that book, Choosing to Cheat? No. Every day you are choosing to cheat something when you say yes to something else. Mm-hmm. And so you're choosing. You're choosing to cheat a career in pencil skirts for these years of being with your boys and the quiet simplicity that's also important to you. Yeah. So you're choosing to cheat and that's okay. We, we Every day, yeah. every moment we're doing that. I'm choosing to cheat laundry right now being here podcasting with you. you know, and way better choice. Way better, you know. <laughs> so, but that's, a, that's, I think, a cool perspective because we aren't good at that naturally. Right. We no. should juggle all the balls and yeah. live a frenzied Again, life. Again, I think it's that. Yeah. I think it's the, the narrative of the of our generation or mm-hmm. this time in our culture as a believer because we have so many things at our fingertips. Mm-hmm. I think it's very hard for us to have both things heavy and mm-hmm. weighted in the same space of mm-hmm. I want this, but it's not okay, so I need to do this. And they can both be there and you can walk away from one and focus on the other and still have nice. – and still be good at the other thing. That's mm-hmm. the thing. It's yeah. like yeah. – it's not like you – you know, it's not like I'm choosing to no longer teach kindergarten because I was a really bad kindergarten And teacher. someone better than me is taking my And place. somebody better than mm-hmm. me came in and I, you know, no, mm-hmm. I'm a really good teacher. It, it, but mm-hmm. I am hearing the Lord say no. Yeah. And yeah. I am going to obey. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I'm not, I'm not a skilled teacher anymore right. at all. Right. And it doesn't mean that I'm, you know, like, or because I did work when I was with my kids when they were little. And so... I could be both. Like I, I have a different bandwidth, and so like, mm-hmm. but and, and when I was working a wedding, did it mean I wasn't a good mother? No. Mm-hmm. Like both things can sit in a space, and God is bigger. Like I think it's our finite minds that want to polarize it so that we feel, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, I think when we want to make ourselves feel centered, it's because we want to be the center. <laughs> and when yeah. we let when we let it sit. Mm-hmm. And its bigness of walking away or saying no or having boundaries or having somebody be both broken and beautiful. When we sit in that, mm-hmm. we can't be the center. God has to be. Right. So and good. that is where the, that's the, the rub, the mm-hmm. rub since, since the fall, right? It's mm-hmm. like wanting to be the center and, or allowing God to be the center. I think sometimes it's also just trying to understand it all, which uh, he never promises. Yeah, amen. <laughs> so like for me, I, I am a jack of all trades. I feel like I'm a jack mm-hmm. of all trades and master of none. So it's like, but that's just who I am. That is actually how God made yep. me. I'm really good at a lot of things, but I'm not the expert of anything. And so that's a problem. I think you're the expert of peers for sure. I mean, you're the expert of making things white. Like I, your clothes and, and I mean, no, I literally am wearing one of your shirts. And I was like, how does she do it? I guess <laughs> I do the things you, she tells you me. You actually are an expert in things. We all yes. are experts in things. Well, the feeling that I have is yeah. that I'm a jack of all trades and the master of none. But like also my in my normal day, I feel torn by about, I would say eight different mm-hmm. things that I could do, all of which need 
eight hours yes. in order to do them yeah. well. Right. In mm. order to do them well. And most of them take a, a flip, like getting into the zone. To be a writer, to be an artist, to be yes, an entrepreneur, to be a housewife. To, it's like you have to go into the zone. And so, and as we all know, that takes time. <laughs> And oh, I mean, so it's the like, kids. Zone ended. I know. It's so, so, right. So it's, there's that. And I used to want, I used to ask God, how is this all connected? And I, for years, I just kept praying this prayer of, mm. of longing to know why and how it was all connected and where to focus. And all, like, years into all of that asking, I started having a, like, a whispering in my heart where it's like, you don't ever have to know that. Mm-hmm. I know it. I know why it's all connected. You just need to trust me and show up. That's so good. Amen. Every day. Every day. And do the, the next right thing. Do the next right which thing. Which sometimes mm-hmm. is very hard to know because I've got eight right things in front of me. And I'm like, which one on the dial am I going to choose today? But just do the next. It's like it's like how if in an emergency or in a, in, a, in a really stressful day, you do the top three things that you have to do. Even though you've got eight things on your list, you always do the top three. It's like, I got to feed my children. I got to do this laundry and I got to get to this appointment. Everything else, there's 10 things on the list, but those are the things that are going to get done no matter what. Right. And it's kind of like that every day but it's also just a surrendering of like i don't know how this is all connected i don't know why god's asking me to do this or to walk away from it Mm -hmm. but i have to obey and he knows why and all the noise Mm -hmm. and the clutter internal and external internal and external the real misunderstandings or or judgments that might be happening while i'm making this new boundary i have to just trust god and and let it go yeah. And Hallelujah. keep walking forward. I always picture him like he's the author of our story, right? And so our our life is this we're we're just we're living out our story. We're letting him write it. And so our life is kind of lived in chapters. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, "No, that's you you want me to walk away? No, that's who I am. That's mm-hmm. I, I am I'm this." And he's like, "Nope, that was your assignment. And your assignment's mm-hmm. over and I've got a new assignment for you. Yeah. Yeah. You are who I say you are. That was an assignment. That wasn't your title. That's not your identity. And mm-hmm. here's your new chapter. And so let walk this out and do the very best you can and walk in obedience to me and listen to me. And then I I'm all in and I'm like, "Oh, this is who I am." Now he's like, "Nope." You yeah. are who I say you are. This is your next assignment. And when yeah. I tell you it's over, it's over. Turn the page, new chapter. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? So there's, there's lots of walking aways through life. There's lots of, and then there's living in faithfulness and obedience. But just as he writes our story, and it's our story. And so it's like that whole audience of one, mm-hmm. like whatever he says. And it may not make sense to me or anybody around me, but my job is just to let him write it. That's right. And I walk it out yeah. in faith, obeying. I love those kinds of stories in the Bible, like the Moseses and the Joshuas Go. and where it's like, wow, that was a big ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, okie dokie, artichoke, here we go. It was a big ask and it was a big walking away. And yeah. Abraham, where it's mm-hmm. like, I want you to leave everything you love, mm-hmm. your country, your extended family. Or no, I build a boat. What's a boat? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's crazy. And I do think – I heard this once. We're all in our 40s. A lot of times the, thi- the, the crescendo of your life happens in your 40s or past that. It's like God's – it's like a slow steeping of your whole life and he's he's weaving and doing this big work and then all of a sudden he's like, and now it's time for you to go back to Pharaoh and ask for your people back. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, I do not want to do that. But he's like, you know, like I, yeah. I, 
I read something where a lot of the big things happen in like these sort of decades will go by and then there'll be this big thing that God's like leading you up to. Yep. Where it's... And it's funny because like for me, when I walk away from things, I was I was talking to a, a former coworker this morning and, and you know, we were kind of being sad and lamenting like a sweet way. We were being kind of like talking about things and I I know what my next chapter is. Like I said, I'm not sharing it, but like I, if I would have walked exactly like you said, Rach, if I would have walked out of college and started my next chapter that yeah. I'm going to do, mm. it would have been horrible. Train wreck. Yeah, yeah. A complete train wreck. I had mm-hmm. to do this thing first. And then I had to do, you know, I had to have my wedding planning business and then I had to go back to teaching and I had you to had go to be a mom. And be a mom. And yeah. then be be teach big kids and then teach yeah. these kinds of kids and then go to this school and then to to I needed all of those experiences so that this chapter is going to be mm-hmm. what I believe it's going to be. And if I would have, because sometimes that's what I do, I'm like, well, geez Louise, if I knew this is what I, I could have been doing this yes, for sure. 20 so, years yes. and it would have been awesome and like we'd be no debt and like holy yeah, rich. <laughs> we would be like, we'd have like a nice car or something. And, <laughs> or something. Or something. I don't know. But like that's not how, it couldn't have been like right. that. Like yeah. God needs to bring us to every step and that means I had to walk away from the first thing and then I had to walk away from the next thing mm-hmm. I can't walk away from parenting um, so I'm stuck with that job for a while and, uh, and then uh, but I had to walk I had to walk away to each of those things so that thing is what God wants it to be yeah. so good so good alright thank you Amber well let's walk away from this now <laughs> hello, hello.